Ladies and gentlemen, it is your lifestyle specialist, Kenneth Burns, and this is episode 11 of TKBS Nation Conversation. I'm excited because it's our second to last episode of 2022, and uh, I have a crazy topic that I want to bring in some TKBS Nation members to discuss. So start putting your hands together for Danielle Myers. Danielle, how you doing, beautiful? I love you. I miss you. I'm doing well, KB. How are you? Good to see you. I'm blessed and highly favored, ladies and gentlemen. Danny did some beautiful artwork for us over the pandemic. Uh, we even made a t-shirt or two, and you might have it in your possession. Up next, keep the round of applause going for Shantique. Drama Shantique, how you doing? Hey, how are you? I'm great. All right, ladies and gentlemen, keep those round of applause going for Kenya. Coach K Gibson. Hey, what it do, what it do? Coach K, how you doing, beautiful? I'm well. You know, blessed, highly favored. And ready for some holiday uh, sharing of the family food and things, I'm sure. Well, I'm happy to have you all here with me today on episode 11. And today's episode is called Black Pyramid. And then I have a little context under that that says, what exactly is our culture anyway? And the reason why I'm calling this episode Black Pyramid, what exactly is our culture anyway, is because I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine. His name is Aster Chambers. I call him Pastor Aster. He's that friend in the circle of friends, uh, the brotherhood I have with my best friends, that is is the most sane. You know, he adds value through, through the way of giving us a reflection to our bullshit. You know what I mean? You all, we all got that friend, right? That pastor that, that speaks over us and prays over us. Anyway, Pastor Asa and I were talking about, um, you know, this black ecosystem that we all talk about that we want to see, you know, this, this black pyramid of sorts where the, the money is printed and repeated. And, um, you know, we've seen some things in the news over the last couple of days and months and years about the Jews. Uh, Dave Chappelle so eloquently said there are two words you can't say and it's the Jews but the Jews are very uh, formidable um, people and they've made plans you know they made plans to to take over entertainment they made plans to have their communities be strong and fortified they made plans and I feel as black folks we don't be making no motherfucking plans we don't be making no plans, and then we always scrapping and scraping, talking about what had happened was. And I'm tired of the what had happened was. So I want y'all to join in this conversation. I'm gonna lead with this story, and I want you to come in, and I'm gonna start with you, Danielle. But I literally was talking to Aster about the fact that, and I'll use Sean Puff Daddy Combs as an example. Yeah, take that. In the era of the 90s, when Bad Boy came onto the scene, they had a crew of producers called Hitmen. And these producers was 17,000 of them. They was producing everything. They had every remix. They had every hit song on the radio. Fast forward to Ciroc. Puff from the Bad Boy era to Blue Flame and Sean Combs Enterprises has had every black executive, superstar black executive in the world. I'm talking in the world. Not just the city, the world. And so as I'm talking to Ass, I'm like, damn, Puff could have just got every producer together back in the music portion of his offering. And then Sean Combs, I like, kept all of the, you know, uh, high profile black music. I mean, think about it. He had Rick Ross, Meek Mill, and Fabulous in the beginning of, of, of Ciroc. And out of that trio, Rick Ross went and got Bel Air. He went and got 800,000 Wingstop franchise. He, you know what I mean? He's a business. And if 
Puff in my mind if Sean Combs would have winged him the right way and was offering this level of equity and participation, that'd have been up under Sean Combs Enterprise. He could have had Uncle Nearest if he'd have kept people up under. So my thing is like, we talk about we want this black ecosystem of excellence, but we don't act like it. And Danielle, I want to start with you, my love. So one thing that the Jewish community does really well, and people sometimes see it as an issue, it's they prescribe jobs to their children. Mm, um, and so, yeah, so, you know, I have Jewish friends that their dad will be like, you need to be a lawyer or mm. you be a contractor. And they fill gaps in their community in a really specific way. Yes. Um, and so I, I think there's truth to allowing your child to follow their passions but that's how they created their ecosystem right and so i think there's something to be said about that they also went in and bought a bunch of land right and so i think that in order to continue building within the black community it's important to fulfill those two things exactly now i want to give a Shout out to my Asian brothers and sisters. They do a masterful job of it too. Um, but roles and responsibilities. Coach K, like, I mean, these are things that is the absolute truth. We want to go outside the box so much and, and, and don't want to lock into what we need to do because we don't just need rappers, singers, and athletes. We need every, you know what I'm saying, uh, center intersection of life as a representation of our community. Definitely. And one thing that we do do a good job of is spending money everywhere else but with ourselves, right? And, you know, just to piggyback off the last comment is I feel like what the Jewish community and a, and a lot of other cultures do better than us is they create these systems of self-sufficiency, mm. right? And what does that look like? Just like, you know, the trades, you know, everybody, you know, I feel like in our culture, we're so focused on the entertainment side of things, like wanting to be a ball player, wanting to be a rapper, wanting to be this, where, you know, if you take a look at, when you take a look at Black Wall Street and what that represented and what that all was about, it was all about our own tradesmen. It was electricians, it was plumbers. So we had a system of self-sufficiency. So we didn't have to go outside of our community, right? We could, you know, really work within and spend money with ourselves and that, you know, reinvest in our communities. And I feel like through the generations, we've lost that. Yes. We've lost that system. And I guess my question is, how do we get back to that? Great question. And we're going to get to some answers today. Shantique, what do you think, love? Because I, I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, we're doing ourselves a disservice in the way that we continue to know. Because I think we know. I think we know what we need to do. I think we just, we want that quick money. We want that fast opportunity. We're not valuing generations that are coming after us. How do you feel about that, Shantique? Another issue within our culture is people don't genuinely know how to work together. I feel like... That you have people that will say, like, I want to see people be successful or I uplift others because I want to see them do well, but not too well. Because you, you, want want be, do you don't want them to be good. You don't want them to be over you. You don't want them doing better than give. You want them to look like they're doing something because you don't want to seem like you're with the wrong crowd. But you don't want that anybody over time for you. Because once they do that, now you're insecure with yourself. Yeah, but see, why? Like you're why? Not doing Hold on, Shanti. But why, though, y'all? Why, why can't we... You know, it's, 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 it's my life, and I, I'll use myself as an example. You know, I'm constantly judged by my pictures and the way I appear 
in, you know, on social media. But I do the work. I, I get off the plane from doing the Kennedy Center. I go straight to the Atlanta Mission. I'm, you know, my family's here right now. Bring them, you know what I mean? So I think, but the, the problem for me is though, how do you not understand the word selflessness? I know, I, I know for me, when I had children, I really just knew it wasn't about me no more. And this is like my, my 20s. So I knew it was not about me anymore. But then when you live life and you go outside your house, and you're blessed enough to have a roof over your head and you go see people that don't have and you go constantly seeing you know on social media all this violence and, but yet you continue to perpetuate it well, I mean wh where's the logic in that Coach K I need you well I mean I say this to say like you know one of the things that we don't do well as a culture is we don't pay it forward right we're threatened by one another making it further or being more successful where you don't see that in a lot of other cultures they pay the information forward right and information creates access and i and i one of the things i would like to see us do better as a community is making sure like so say if you have a model for how to build business x or how yeah. to build this yeah. you know sharing that model right because what happens is is when we hold on to things and we, we don't want to see anybody else level up it really limits us as a whole Facts. and there's this um this audio called the strangest secret and one of the quotes from that audio who was earl nightingale he says we don't have to compete mm. all we have to do is create amen, amen. so if we empower one another create instead of compete like there's strength in numbers and we can get ourselves in a position of having more equity and having more ownership in the marketplace as a whole hey man and listen i know kenya i know danielle myself shantique you have kids no i do not okay well you'd be the only selfish one on this podcast right now so all i'm saying is when you have children danny you know how important it is to think about what's going to happen when you're not here. I believe the children are our future. Thank you. I mean, the older we get, our parents are getting older. All these things are real life, you know, and we understand that what ultimately will be a fact in all of our lives is that our elders will be transitioning on or one day we will be transitioning on and we have to really understand the value of protecting you know our families in that process and people really don't do that but it's unbelievable to me for people to be so selfish in that act right i mean how do you feel about that daniel because i know you're a parent yeah i think that everything that i've been doing for the past five years or so is to build and allow her to flourish later in life and not worry about me. Um, and so I think that that's important. I also think that it's important to liberate yourself. And so, yes, I am focused on Ella, but also I want to be the roadmap that she can see to where she can do it when she's older. Um, and so everything that I do is for the future but I'm also trying to show her a roadmap for now. Absolutely. And I feel like this, and, and, and Shantique, I want to know your opinion. I feel like, you know, when we look at, you know, our status quo as black people, as, um, as a, you know, a black community, I, I think our status quo is off. I think our expectations for our leaders, our superheroes are off. I think who we crown leaders is, is off. And that fucks with our black pyramid. 
and I'm going to use the word black pyramid for this holy place of understanding, for this place of, you know, print and repeat when it comes to monetary, you know, gain and control. Because without money, y'all, we cannot ultimately, you know, grow as a culture. And then what is culture ultimately, too? We'll get to that later. But how do you feel about, you know, what I was saying as it adheres to that, Shanti? We don't look toward a lot of people. I will say my generation because I'm very much younger. I'm only 23. A lot of you're 23. Age, Round of applause for the youth. I am 23. The youth. <laughs> in, yes, 23. We want all the 23 year olds to pay the fuck attention. <laughs> I feel like the people that are my age, the people that they tend to look up to, don't have moral standards. You know what I mean? Mm. They don't have a mind of their own. They they aren't. Everybody, nobody wants to work hard. The people that work hard are not taken very serious. Mm. Nobody wants to work. Nobody wants to use their mind to actually do things. They want to make TikToks. They want to be a rapper. They want to move their land to get their body done and maybe set the work itself Nobody wants to. Right now, the doctors are not praised, and the the nurses not praised. The mm-hmm. police officers. Yeah, they have whatever they have going on, but most of the time they're not praised either. Right. Which, in all reality, without them, our civilization will be disgusting. They're essential facts. So, I feel as though the, the, the younger generation they don't know who they don't know who they want to look up to. It's crazy, but how did it, I, I? You know, this because is my one, thing. Listen, one week Ooh, listen, they want to look up to right. a rapper. Oh shit! What? <laughs> one week, one week they looking up to these rappers and these rappers on a pedestal. But if they say one thing within one tweet or one live video, they cancel and nobody want to hear anything else from them. Facts. But last week, they was everybody's favorites. They don't know. It's like utter confusion. And I take back my comment about children. You take your time. Okay, you're 23 years old. Coach K, I saw you right now some notes, baby. I know you got something to say. Talk to you. I, I did. Well, I'll, I'll reiterate your comment with take your time with kids because I have a 23-year-old. So, you know, it, it, it's what it is. <laughs> Take your time. So what I was writing, what I was writing down is, you know, our culture is really known for the aesthetics of things, right? We we look the part, but we're not necessarily being the part. That's, that's where the disconnect is, right? Because you know, sometimes we have to learn how to lay down the Balenciaga. We have to learn how to lay down the Versace. We have to learn to put some money away to the side and get to a place in life where you could really afford that. Yeah. You know, and I've also just been big on like, if you don't own a crib, right? And you don't have a savings account and you don't have in savings what that item costs three to four times that amount, you probably shouldn't be buying that. And that's a real fact. And not that I've never bought anything that I can't afford, right? But we are counted on so so a lot of people may not realize this but the black culture makes up 90 percent of the retail market right we have the highest spending power to any culture that is out there which means that we are marketed to the most you know why that is because they know we will spend our last on a high ticket item and not take care of what we have to take care of first and take care of our bills so we're being marketed to that way on purpose and we need to be so woke to that no listen hello round of applause uh black women will save the planet uh i truly believe it i say it all the time 
Uh, I, I feel like buying shit we can't afford is like a t-shirt that we should all, <laughs> like that is, I mean, and, and I'll say this, I'm number one in the frame of mind thinking that I want you to live life for a living. Whatever that version of your life is and you, you get one life. But to the point of building a black pyramid and to the point of what Coach K just said, um, you know, at the end of the day, we won't have a black pyramid if we can't build the motherfucker. It's going to take finances. It's going to take, just like um, Shantique said, it's gonna take people that aren't rappers, singers. It's gonna take archeologists. And I don't know if that's what, what architects, so that's what I meant to say. It's gonna take, it's, and I said pyramids, that's why archeology came to mind. But I'm saying, we are gonna have to have some other things. And the biggest other thing we are gonna have to have is another way of thinking. We have to start thinking about the things that are going to give us this ecosystem that we always talk about. I'm tired. I am tired of hearing like people saying what we should do, what we gonna do. Man, we, we done had 1,711 chances. Back to Kanye, I got, I got to bring him up again because he was the closest. He surpassed JN and Puff. You know what I'm saying? And went to the table table. But he gets to the table table, then he wanna act like a nigga. It's like, no, 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 we need that seat. We need that seat. But see, he think about himself. He not think about the pyramid, the black pyramid. Same with Puff, you know, in my opinion. It's like, you can't bring, you know, recognize all this talent, which he's exceptional at doing, but then treat the talent like they ain't the talent you wanted them for once you feel like you got what you need from. That's the black man's mentality. The black man mentality is to go on and suck your dry paws. I didn't mean that like that, but I am saying it in a real way. They want to take everything from you and then get you on your way, get the next creative. But that ain't how a system's supposed to work. That ain't how the Egyptians built them pyramids. That's not how they built them pyramids. I need my resident 23-year-old to speak on that. Um, that goes back to us wanting to see people succeed or people want to see others succeed. But Shanti, I think every race has that selfishness at the hierarchy or that narcissism at the hierarchy. But I don't, I think there's a program chip that we missing that basically doesn't, because I don't think they starve, to Kenya's point or Danielle's point, I don't think they starve for attention or fame like we do. I don't think they care about the, how many rich white people you see look like they homeless? I, I see it a lot. I'm talking about billionaires, multi-billionaires. I've so seen I, a lot. Yeah, but 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 I don't. I think that, I don't know, I don't get that, I don't, I don't get that all the way because I feel like, yeah, we crab in the barrel mentality like a motherfucker, but then I think other people are too, but I think it's a system from a child to adult that some, somewhere in there is a disconnect. I think part of the issue is um, we're living in a capitalistic society that wasn't built for black people. Mm, hold on. And so you're, you're trying to mimic people that did terrible things to get ahead, mm. thinking that that's the approach that you need to take. And that's not how Asian cultures are. Right. That's not how the Jewish community is, specifically because they came together to this country with their old heritage. Right. And because of the enslaved system, you have people from all different parts of Africa that were brought in that didn't have the same cultures. Right. Um, and so mm. you're mimicking something, you're mimicking something that wasn't for you. And so I think that that's something that we have to have empathy for yes. because we're following a system that wasn't made for specific black people. Ooh. 
hold on, you just, ooh. So what exactly is our culture anyway? That was my subtitle to today's episode. What is our culture? I feel like, honestly, like I think individually, you know, personally, like as a family, my personal journey has been to create the family I never had, right? And I think that's true to culture in general. Like what is our culture? I remember coming up and Coach K and I are probably more senior than clearly than Shantique and Danielle, I know you just in your 30s a little bit, but my point is we saw black pride and you know our parents were from the the fly they were the fly with children they was they were taught all this stuff but they also used drugs so they was like i don't know i'm not hearing that i got another way of thinking they were bolder it was more experimental but then our generation we were fighting the power and saying fuck the police you know what i'm saying so i think there was but then again i'm like we were talking about africa we weren't talking about our, our our identity or culture. We were talking about Africa, knowledge itself, trying to find out where we're from. But to your point, Danielle, you just fucked me up. Like, you just fucked me up. I'm talking about like, what is our culture? Our culture is buying all high-end shit to make everybody rich. Our culture is uh, same as being so misogynistic that women now are as misogynistic as men in, 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 in music. Like, what is our culture? I want to know, I need to know. Somebody jump in. Well, you make a really good point about knowledge of self, right? And and just kind of going back to the comment earlier, right? You think about how the mindset is of this culture. It's really a modern day plantation mentality, right? So Facts. we were, there's a really great book called Slavery by a Slavery by Another Name. It's by an author called Douglas Blackman. Mm. And basically he writes about the African American experience from slavery up until the chain gangs and like how it was just taking us off the plantation fields, putting us into a prison system, and now putting us into these socioeconomic systems that exist today. Right, right? right. It's a mentality. So if you can keep people distracted from finding their knowledge of self, then you can keep them in a system of control, right? And that's the whole game, right? Mm. Distract people, manage their priorities, make them think that they're in charge, but then create a codependency for them on, this, on the system. And it's that's than the drugs. cycle. And those are the things that we have to learn how to break down. That's a, and it's worse than drugs. I mean, we, even yeah. social media, we are so dependent on people's perspective like even right now it's like i keep talking about this black pyramid is this 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 perfect world where we can all be one and kumbaya and you know circulate the money but it we can't even get off the instagram i, I don't i can't i'm just saying like i mean we we've gotten programmed to the point of and not that i can't get off the instagram but i see the value in connecting with people and when you know, because I always say I want social media to go away. Absolutely, but we got to keep the internet so we can continue continue to, to talk. But at the same time, how how do we grow with constant comparison, constant images of what you know, Shantique? And I want you to speak on this. You're constantly compared. You're constantly. You're 23 years old. You're constantly compared to everything. You're you're, you're told that you got to be a boss bitch. I'm a boss ass bitch. And there's no blueprint on how to be a boss bitch. Uh, you know, you, you're told all these things because all the boss bitches I see saying boss bitch are strippers 
and damn near naked talking about sucking and fucking to get ahead. I can lick it, I can ride it while you slip it and slide it. I'm just saying, this is the truth. I'm not, you understand what I'm saying? So I, I want to know how you feel about that, Shanti, because you are the most vital piece to this puzzle. It does, it is very hard. Like, the internet tends to contradict itself a lot. Amen. Like, mm. it's so, you know, the girls who graduate college and the girls who work hard and, you know, you're the ones we appreciate the most. But the most praise tends to go to the Instagram models mm. or the people who are half-dressed or the people who really, like I said, don't have morals for themselves. So it, it does become very hard. And then I know sometimes it has me in my head because at 23, I feel like I'm doing okay. Graduated college. I live on my own. I don't have no kids. I'm doing pretty good. But there are people out there. Hold on. You need another round of applause. You got your own place. You live by yourself until you outside. <laughs> but there are times when I do look on Instagram and I'll see people that's the same age as me that just have like this, all this stuff. And I'm just like... Am I doing something wrong? Right. Or am I not working hard enough? Or how do I get myself to this next stage? I like where I'm at now, but I love it if I'm there. You know right. what I mean? Right. And it's like, so it's about like, you know, take your time. The internet tells you take your time, you're doing great. But then it contradicts itself by telling you if you don't have a Audi by the end of the year, you're just not working hard enough. Got it. You know no, what I mean? I, I, I absolutely know what you mean. And and the, the constant pressure from that has to be mentally exhausting. We talk about mental health a lot. You know, it has to be mentally exhausting. I mean, I'm mentally exhausted. I, I can't even understand how my sons, 18 and 22, how they can fantasize about a woman. How they can even have the thought about mystique in their partner when everything is available. As soon as you cut on the internet. I mean, everything. But I think... To your point, Shantique, when you think about, you know, the good side of it, right? And how how do, how do we build though? How do we build off of that any race? Because I want to get rid of all false prophets. I want to get uh, rid of all Ponzi schemers and scammers and this financial literacy movement, fake ass movement that's going on. I want to get rid of pastors that don't deserve to talk to anybody because they can't you know, lead or, or, or preach the word of God. Like, but at the same time, how do we do that? Cause we can't build the black pyramid. We can't have this ecosystem of print and repeat. We can't do that unless we get rid of these people that are, cause these are the motherfuckers in control. I don't, I don't, and I don't know how they're in control or, you know, well, what I mean? you know, what's so interesting about our culture is that we are the most admired. Like, so people admire us. They admire our experiences. And people recognize that we are probably the one of the most influential, which is why we are monetized Facts. the way they are. Mm. That way. So, so, you know, when you ask, like, you know, how do we control some of the folks that represent us in these spaces? I think what it comes down to is making sure that individually that we are downloaded, personally downloaded on the issues and the facts that affect us the most. And that we don't take this surface approach to what we are told, right? Perfect example. If you tell me God says this, right? What I'm going to do is I'm going to do my own research. I'm going to see what the Bible says about it. I'm going to do my own fact checking. I'm not just going to let you kick it to me and tell me how something is. 
without me verifying the truth. Facts. Right? And the and that's what we don't do a good job. We don't verify what people say to us, whether it's coming out of a pulpit, whether it's coming from a politician, whether it's coming from mm. anybody who influences us, right? We have to do a better job of verifying the facts and what's real versus what they facts. want us to believe. No, hold on, give yourself. You know, and, and this is crucial, Danielle, this is crucial because that is just it. If you could stop people at the door, fact check them with truth. I think a lot of these people would run and hide. I think they would remove themselves. And I don't want to remove nobody in the sense of like, even Ye, even Puff, like all the people that I've had issue with in the way that they lead, I just want to be able to check them at the door. When Puff said he was holding a black vote hostage, I was like, no, you're not. Donald Trump's about to get elected. If you, you can't do that. Like. But then you you know you give them that mirror and they and they get back in line you know what I mean so I think that there's some type of vetting system that needs to be created or the dismantling of all platforms that allow people to be who they want to be instead of who they are um, but how do you feel about that Danielle? I think in theory it's great um, but when you're fed falsities for so long how mm. do you know what the truth is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You thought today was another routine? You thought today was a walk in the park? Congrats, you played yourself. I'm Alex Toussaint, and today we're drinking Smart Water Alkaline. With 9 plus pH and added electrolytes, it's hydration for your determination. That means no excuses. I don't want to see you just work out. Get out there and outwork. Let's get it, baby. Smart Water Alkaline. Today's episode is sponsored by Sunships Art Scene. Sunships believes in the power of diverse voices, but many women and people of color aren't always seen in the art industry. Help Sunships shine a light on underrepresented artists and champion diversity in the art scene by heading to sunshipsartscene.com now to view the art collection on show in Miami Beach and vote for your favorite artist for their chance to win Sunships snacks for one year. The top three artists that receive the most votes will be commissioned by Sunships to create artwork that will appear on more than 20 million Sunships bags and across Sunships advertising in 2023. Hold on, say that one more time for the people in the back of the building. When you are fed falsities for so long, how do you know what the truth is? Mm. And so, in theory, I think it's great. And if we could figure out a method for vetting people, I think it's important. But the problem is when people become successful, they change or it exposes them. And so, the person that Ye was at the beginning, I don't right. know if that's a person that of today. Right. And if we're vetting them, we would have to be constantly vetting them and having checkpoints in order for that to work. So we have this hopeful vision of the future, what we think we want um, as a community. Um, and to your point of the vetting versus how can you actually vet? Um, because the internet, to me, you can be whoever you want. You know, like you said, the the Ye of yesterday is not the yay of today because there's a whole lot more money access power and other you know things contributing to this new person um the one thing i do know about um trolls um which he seems to be king troll right now um and i don't even want to get into this august i've seen the thing that that happened because i but i think people are now doubling down on trollism 
they're doubling down on let me be the loudest let me be the most shocking let me say whatever i feel and i'm going to be either forgiven uh put on a pedestal all the things that are happening to yay but that's not the truth the truth is is that most people can't handle that and most people will turn to drugs or suicide or things that there are no coming back from because they think this is the way they think that if they do this that they're going to be put in the holy grail of trolldom since when did that become cool i'm curious when, since when did being a troll DJ academics, all these, since when that tearing down society with no reference of, of uplifting or fixing or trying to make better, what, what, what happened? I, can someone help me? When, when, did, when, did, when did, did social media bring on this, this, this level of ignorance? Yes, the answer is yes. And I would say for that alone, it's why I feel like um, this black pyramid that we're looking for, or like this perfect type of unity we're looking for in all reality uh, in my opinion we're never going to get it really if it's not if it's not one thing it's another it was slavery it was segregation it was jim crow laws and now all that is over with and social media within itself can't even keep us unified wow and, and the dream is real each generation is the complete opposite of the one we had before you know what i mean and it gets worse and worse and that worse. is a fact though and worse the children that we see now that are the most disrespectful and hateful and not knowledgeable are the ones that have to raise more children 20 years from now well hold on so shanti you don't think that people can i mean i knew some ignorant motherfuckers when i when i was a kid like when i was a child i mean there was some ignorant motherfuckers like I, today there's some ignorant motherfuckers. i think every generation then had a few ignorant ass you know what i mean yeah but I refuse to believe that human, even white people, I refuse to believe that all white people are racist. I just can't fathom. I don't believe they're all No, no, racist. I'm here and I'm not saying you are, but I guess the, the point I'm trying to make is, is like our generation wasn't worse than my parents, right? Or your generation was worse than your parents. It's more that you have more access. We have more access, right? Your generation has, you can find out anything you want to know right now. Generations before you did not have those luxuries right so now that you your generation and i need to be the godfather your first child or middle name burns something just put me in there but they will benefit from your generation but will also have flying cars for real or you know future brings change so i think i wouldn't i wouldn't write everyone off as you know whatever i would try to figure out how to understand and i had you know episode 10 i had uh lindsey and naela and they're millennials ones in politics ones in social impact strategy and then the other one's an international entrepreneur creator and i wanted to talk to them about so i could understand shanti how you could want to twerk and be a businesswoman at the same time. How you, cause, I, cause to me, when you look at the Glow Rillas, uh, Cardi B, who I love, when you look at uh, Lotto, what she did to her body in her early 20s, when you look at all the things that are represented from a female perspective in today's society, it's fucking scary. It's not scary cause they're over-sexualized, 
But it's scary because they don't show the balance. These two women that I had on the show showed the balance. So how do you feel about that? They're confused. They don't really know what they want or what okay. they stand for. So confused, okay. Because that, it's, it's definitely confusion. Okay. Because my thing is, a lot of women, and I have this disagreement with my friends a lot. I have female friends who will say, I want a man who pays all the bills and takes care of me. I shouldn't have to pay a bill. I shouldn't have to work if I live with a man, which is okay. But can you do laundry? Mm, hold can on. you separate dark from white? Mm. Do you know how to manually wash dishes and not throw them in a the dishwasher? How do you? Like, do you know? Do you know how to cook? cook can you cook? The fuck? If he gives you money and tells you, hold on to this, do you know how to pay the electric bill? So when you actually want money for something personal and you ask him, he's okay with you asking him because you took care of priorities. Do you know how to do that? Hold on, Shanti, but, that but that's why I can't say y'all gonna be, that's why, but, but see, listen, see this is, you, hold on. You are an example of why I couldn't give up on, on the generation behind me. No, I'm dead ass serious though. Not just because you're on the show. I'm saying, I, I think people like you exist. And that's why I believe still in the Black Pyramid. If we don't get it right in our generation, which I don't think gonna happen because I'm halfway through, but y'all could do it. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna take generations to do. Do you not see the Asians? Do you not see the Jews? Do you not see uh, the Indians? Do you not see the commitment they have for generations to come? Their, their Indian pyramids, Jewish pyramids, Anglo pyramid, whatever, they, they straight. Their institutions are intact and the, 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 and that this is my call to Shantique and all the 23 and under crew. Y'all know what to do. Y'all know what to do. Y'all know how to dismantle the sexualization that's going on in, in music. Y'all know how to dismantle the crime with these niggas out here acting like niggas. Y'all know how to do all that. Y'all really do. Because guess what? Women, and I'm talking to all the women that can hear the sound of my voice, you have the most power over men than anybody in the universe from being a mama to being a wife i'm not talking to the side pieces i'm talking to the mamas and the wives you have the most power over men you can change the trajectory of our worlds you have the power you have the power and i don't want to be saying this in any disrespectful kind of way but you have the power over men if you would own said power Ration out said power, give out for good behavior type power. Let's get to the good behavior. All the way, I'm dead ass serious. Y'all could change the world. Uh, Kenny, if that were true, then we wouldn't have our bodies police. Ooh, shit, you just shot me in the toe. That wasn't for me, that was for the, the politicians, y'all. I think that if, in theory, if we could collectively come together, possibly, but. It goes back to that, well, my man's good, and so he respects women. It only works if every woman takes part into that. Um, and a lot of y'all are good dudes, and so we don't, you're, not, you're not the ones that we're trying to convince. But unfortunately, I, I don't see how that works. Yeah, yeah, you don't see, so you don't understand the power that women have over men? I understand the power but that's on a one-on-one -on -one situation. No, no, no. If we almost had a female president. Almost. Black women, women in general, are across the board leading in every field from government to education to, 
y'all actually give a fuck. Like y'all are maternal. Like this, this is a part of your makeup. You don't think yeah. that the program, and it might take a couple generations, but you don't think that women could. It might take a couple generations. I don't know if I will see that level of progress because the women that get into those positions of power, I'm not specifically talking about like Stacey Abrams or anything like that, but the ones that get into the Supreme Court are the ones that are groomed by men that try to implement the same patriarchal bullshit that has been there before. Yeah, but you're talking about white men too though. Let's be specific, you're talking about white men. I am talking about white women. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're not talking about black men. But but historically that's who's been in power. And so that's all I'm speaking about is historical reference and what I'm seeing today. Yeah, so we gotta get rid of those those people in office. This is why, you know, the, the importance of, again, Stacey Abrams, she, a million new voters she registered a million new voters i mean are you kidding me like that that's the work i'm talking about these are the things that will and even you know and i want to i want to every white woman that can hear the sound of my voice right now you are probably the most important ally to any race uh as far as the political system is concerned you are um not only do your own voice, you are do your part in history. Because in your history, your men have done some egregious shit. And I'm not even getting to it on that because that's a whole nother episode. But to stand by and watch people vote for a political party is disturbing to me now. It is the most disturbing thing ever seen in my 50 years on this planet because when you go into a ballot box and you know someone is not fit to lead or you know someone is a horrible human and you vote for them because your gang said so because your people said so you are doing a disservice to humanity and you've had the information way longer than, than, than black, brown, or any other race that didn't create this system that you guys use. You've had the information, you know better. You've seen what happens to communities when you do not participate. You are responsible. And we gotta start holding them responsible too. And, um, and honestly, empowering them as well. As long as they can prove to be proper allies in whatever situation this this statement um, is targeted to or deserves to be heard in, th- that has to happen because I'm tired of the shit. And this Herschel Walker thing almost got out of control and literally was going, I don't know if y'all saw the post I did the other day, but it's just, it's, it's in my spirit and I had to talk about it. So, if we are going to have a black pyramid, ladies, um, if we are going to identify our culture, I think it starts with this generation. I think it starts with this generation, and I'm talking about yours, Shanti. Our generation, we have a lot of work to do to set y'all up for uh, success. But I think it starts with your generation. What what responsibility um, do you think you're 23? So is that Gen Z? That's Gen Z. I was born 99. So yeah. Can I just make a quick comment about responsibility? Yes, you, please. You had maternal. I do feel as women, we have a maternal responsibility, right? And that starts in our our household. It starts with our children, right? I know for me. 
I have a son, I have a daughter, right? And what I instill in them, that is what is going to create the future, right? So we all have a responsibility at home to make sure that we're cultivating those conversations and speaking into our children the change that we want to see in the future because that's where it's going to start. I'm not putting my faith in a politician. I'm not putting my faith in anybody who it feels like they can pull their str- the strings of the world and, and make things happen the way they, they happen. I put my faith in God. I put my faith in my ability to lead my family. And ultimately, that is what is going to create the ultimate change. And just going back to um, a comment earlier, we can't afford for the Black pyramid not to be successful. We can't afford for Facts. it not to work. Facts. So we got to figure it out. No, we got to figure it out. Because... Time is waiting on no one. Facts, no, you're 100% right. Um, We do have to get politicians that we need in office to change laws. The only way we could successfully build this pyramid is access. Uh, and that's across the board. So that's a a great uh, add on to that. I agree. Yeah. I agree, but you know what speaks louder? Uh Uh-huh. Own self-sufficient resources, right? Your own money. And because let me tell you something, other cultures, they do well with or without who it does, whether or not who so and so is in office or not. Yeah, so but, I but, can but we're catching up. Other- we're catching up though, Kenya, and the money is in state government. The money and how property is moved, opportunity zones, there's so many things we could catch up quicker if we had people that would give us that information. I just learned the opportunity zones when I was 45 years old. I'm 50. So there's just things we can learn that do help us, but that's not it. it. That's not it. Yeah, I'm just saying it can't be the be all end all to what we no, no. It's it's a piece. It's a piece to our black pyramid Mm -hmm. puzzle. It is not the and the, the 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 goal is like like you just said to print the money and repeat it within our ecosystem. In, in this newfound culture that we about to define at some point, which we didn't do this episode, but I'm gonna give you opportunity momentarily. But uh, you G- see my point about all these other cultures that regardless who, who's been in office, regardless, I mean, Jewish people have been thriving for years and years and years, and we have seen some political roller coasters. So all I'm saying is it matters, but what matters the most is the work that we're doing on the back end, because regardless yeah. of who's in and who's out, they're making it happen. Yeah, without question. But generationally, they've been building it. They haven't. This is this is we're first generation wanting a black pyramid. So we're going to get to it. And I agree. Uh, But Gen Z was the Shantique was the uh, is 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 your is your gang. Um, So I need to know what your gang is prepared to do to build this black pyramid. I'm going to be the one to tell you you can't really. You can't. How can't you? No, like. Because as of right now, we can't control one another. We barely even understand one another. We barely even understand ourselves mm. to try to get to understand one another. I really, I don't think it's going. It's not going to take. I, I don't. I don't see myself being able to part the Red Sea. I get it. I don't. I see myself being who I am and staying true to myself. And I know. Yeah, but but hold on, hold on. Can I, can, I, can I talk to you? I'm a I'm a I'm a cash app you in a minute. Um, this this Shanti Shanti drumming. Uh, this is 
This is the attitude that we can't have because the non-belief that people can change, you're right. If, if, if that is the mentality of Gen Z, it's gonna be Hunger Games out this motherfucker. It's gonna be, it's gonna be the haves and have-nots, all the movies we ever seen with Mad Max and the Thunderdome and, and this, that. That's what the world gonna end up being. If we cannot believe that people can grow from mistakes, get better, I that that's frightening. That's frightening, Shanti. That's frightening. And, 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 and so, like I said, it's just I'm going off of my experiences and my opinion. Yeah, but how like, thoughtful you are, you should you should you shouldn't think that way. I'm on your head like your true. daddy. I'm sorry. I could and maybe and, and after maybe the older I get, that might change. But for right now, I I just I don't see it. Okay, All right. I don't Hold, see it. Uh, let me get your cash out. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> Danielle, please help me. I just I just had a whole another episode. So I, I can speak on to what I'm trying to do right now. Um, I've been saving to purchase a bunch of land. Yeah. Um, and so my goal is to build an excerpt that feeds people um, on the soil, teaches people trades. Um, and so that's what I'm hoping to do in the next two or three years. Okay. Um, and so I think that the, the biggest thing is self-sufficiency and land. If you own those two things, everything else can fall into place. And you have to have like-minded people that are trying to push Facts. culture forward. And so that's what I'm working on right now is, is saving enough to buy a large piece of land. Awesome. Awesome. Coach K, give me your version, please. And thank you. I mean, same. I, I hate the swagger jack, but you know, we're doing the same. We, there's some land that's adjacent to land that my parents own that, you know, we want to have the whole lot. So we're in the same boat. We, we're going to learn how to grow some food. I'm not the most domesticated human being, but I'm going <laughs> to learn. Right. Right. So, you know, it's, it's going to come down to being sustainable, right? And doing non-traditional things so that I don't have to go in the grocery store and worry about, you know, paying $100 for lettuce because that's that's where things are going, y'all. Like it's, these prices are going up. Things are being controlled because a system is being put forth so that you can become codependent on what other systems are going to be put out there. And I'm not going to get into all that because that's a whole other conversation, but we need to get ready because we don't have a lot of time. Hey. You are listen, you are not only absolutely right, that's exactly what I, and Danny knows this. I started, I bought the house, front of my house. There's one more and then I have six acres. I'm building the gate. I'm gonna have, because you're right. You're right, but at the same time, I want to wish this upon my people as I close out the show. Um, a black pyramid in the thought of a black pyramid is to stay faithful to our people. Uh, we don't have to give back uh, the way that others do in, 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 in the enormous ways of financial offerings. Or this, uh, The give back is making sure your property is manicured, making sure the homeless people on your block get a sandwich, making sure the way you show up and represent yourself is the way you want to be received. There are so many different things that we could do to show up 
for our culture. And in my opinion, our culture is the fact that we were brought here, like Danielle said, different tribes from different parts of Africa. We came here, we built this country. We have stock in this country, whether we own land or not, we have the right to, and we can, right? That to me is the black pyramid, even if it's not a physical structure erected in a centrally located place. I think as long as we can all find our purpose, lock into said purpose, make better for our family generation to generation, we're building that black pyramid. I think there's a lot of work that we all have to do in one believing in each other and the fact that we can overcome things. And I'm not speaking of this, you know, the Martin Luther King era, uh, era of overcome, but overcome our own mental like struggles, like getting out of the way of our own selves. Like we gotta get out of our own way. Like we hold ourselves back so much because of what we see and what we think is reality. No, reality is that if you are a parent, you have to raise these children with what you know and the rest you have to learn together. That as a community um, participant, you have to be responsible for the people in your immediate surrounding. If you're responsible for the people in your immediate surrounding, that permeates. Look at that street over there. They had their grass cut. They, they had the turkey drive. They, Christmas, they had the toy. This is something that repeats it prints and repeats and until we can get the money machine to print and repeat create our own ecosystem y'all that's building our black pyramid um in my opinion so what culture means to me is that we all we got we all we need and we are first generation um superheroes that have more than our ancestors did and we could do more with what we got and i appreciate you guys for coming on so give yourselves a round of applause I preach sometimes, but I mean every word I say. Sometimes you gotta go back and listen. Uh, Kenya, Coach K, uh, Gibson, thank you very much. Shantique, Drummond, Danielle Myers. If you could leave right now and tell anybody one thing, what would it be? And we'll start with you, Danielle. Um, right now I'm doing a mantra that is creativity, consistency, community, health, wealth, love, and focus. So mm. that is my personal mantra right now. I love that. Shanti, can you share with us, my love? Starting on January 20th, if anybody, I heard y'all say y'all had children. I'm pretty sure y'all know who had children. I'm starting an eight-week course at the Philadelphia Overbrook Library. I'm teaching them how to start entrepreneurship 12 to 17 ages. Come so on. once a week, we're going to meet up down there. We're going to make vision boards, and we are going to help them recognize what their strengths are and how, can, how they can learn to build a business and earn profit off of their strengths and what take, they're good at. Take this shot to your pinky toe because your ass just set up here and said you don't know how you're going to do it and you got a goddamn course starting in January. Cut her mic off. Cut her mic off. They uh, might not. They might shot, not. Cut, cut Shantique's mic off. Like she can't talk no more because she got the <laughs> answers and she lied to us all. Coach K, talk to me, beautiful. Talk to me. I would just say to my people, I love y'all, but we have to learn to put down the Balenciaga. We have to learn to build up our bank accounts. Now is the time to, you know, barrel down the hatches and only be a part of things that are essential Amen. and that are going to build us up for the future. Right. So if you have to take a step back financially in terms of saving money, 
in order to take a step forward the line. It's better to do that now than later on down the road. So that's my takeaway. Awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining episode 11 of the TKBS Nation Conversations. The dream, let's say it together. The dream, the dream is The dream is, is real. Y'all sound slow. All right, love y'all. See you next episode. Peace. <laughs> the, 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 the dream is real. Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega Veneta. At eBay, it's real or it's getting the fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators are making sure you never get faked over again. Watches, inspected by watch aficionados, sneakers, check by legit sneakerheads, handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs and jewelry in the scopes of expert gemologists. These authenticators are leaders in their field with meticulous eyes making sure your piece arrives as authentic as your style and worthy of your collection. As experts, they know the true difference between a real and a fake. Real carries that rare distinguished feel, the weight of pure platinum, exquisite scent of Togo leather, the tight stitching on a pair of dunks, the brilliance of real diamonds. So rest assured, your Rolex moves like a Rolex should, and that colorway on your Jordan Royals will always be on point. The detail inspected. The fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. eBay. Authenticity. Guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms.